Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Kurt Heelan is working right now, at least, because he's kind enough to be on the show. Pro Basketball Talk, NBC Sports, my buddy who I saw in Denver and Miami. Mr. Heelan, what's up, pal? I'm doing good. Are you going to be uh, sweltering in Las Vegas? I'm leaving as soon as this show gets done. Where are you? Are you there now? No, no. I'm I'm actually delaying it as long as possible. I'm driving out early Friday morning, but I will be there. Let me ask you this: uh, I'm going, but they want me to leave before Wemby plays. Do you think I should push back and just stick and spend and like spend the Friday night watching? Do you think it's really worth seeing him play the 12 minutes he's going to play? Probably is. It, it, yeah, it's it's the only chance to see him because I mean. What, if the under over is two games, I'm taking the under, right? Like, I'm, I'm not sure that he plays on Sunday night. So yeah, I'd stick. No way he does. Yeah, I think I might. Uh, Kurt Hill, let me ask you a non-basketball question that that Cell loves. True or false? There's a correct answer here. The hot dog eating contest is disgusting and stupid. Yes. I have no. Use why are we? It. Why is it a thing? I don't know. And by the way, I'm I'm on the Zach Harper, our, our mutual friend Zach Harper from um, the athletics train here. You have to eat the hot dog in the butt, not separately, and it's got to have a condiment on it, or it's not eating a hot dog. Yeah, I mean, like, a hundred percent. I'm trying to. So I'm gonna I'm gonna. I, I once had a bet with a famous person who it doesn't even matter because that person uh, unfollowed me on Twitter. But basically like an eating contest. And I had to eat like two hot dogs, two pretzels, a churro, I don't know, three beers, a bunch of stuff in a baseball game. That's an eating contest, right? Not me not me shoving it down my face in 30 seconds. I don't know. I'm just offended by the whole concept, Kurt. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it does speak to the American love of overindulgence. But I, I yeah, I just, I. Let's put it this way. I had Wimbledon on yesterday. That came on, and I flipped over to uh, watching Tour de France rerun and stuff. Yeah, dude, I'm hungry. Right, here's what it is. This was for 500 bucks. First pitch to last pitch. Tell me if you think I could have done it. Five beers, three hot dogs, a churro, a pretzel, two nachos with cheese, a French fry, and a cotton candy. That would have taken – yes, you could have done it, but that would have taken concerted effort. Five beers, by the way. Are those the big beers? Because then, then you're – yeah. Unspecified. So I was actually have a buddy who's got access to the um, sweets. Get me the canned beers, which are much smaller. That helps. That helps. You could do that, but you, yeah, man, you're gonna, you're not gonna feel good the next day, man. Yeah, I think it would have been bad for my entire state of uh, 
state of uh, state of being. All right, so let's let's talk some hoops. Uh, Diesel over here got all mad at me because I, 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 you know, I, I'm not being formal enough with the show. I'm kind of in a, in a vacation mode, uh, Kurt Hill. But let's talk some basketball. Free agency's basically wrapped up. How merciful and wonderful that most of the players have kind of come to their conclusions. But we obviously have some news we're waiting on. Let's start with with Damian Lillard and and and, and James Harden. If you're, I know it's situational. But if you're an NBA GM, Mr. Heelan, who is looking to build something successful, would you covet both of these, one or both of these guys in a trade in terms of Mr. Harden and Mr. Lillard? I would take Lillard in a heartbeat. If I'm, if I'm by the way, if I'm close, if I'm Miami, you're, you're, I mean, obviously he's 32 he's, he, or 32 or 33. It's a win-now play. It's not, you know, I've, I've seen, hey, maybe Utah should bring him back. For what? What's the point? Like, if you're not, what, he should go be going to a team that can win it all right now. And with all due respect to Utah, with Markinen and Kessler, it, they're not even with Lillard. They're not there. Um, but I'd go all in on him. Harden, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think it's a perfect fit for the Clippers because it just it's bound to not work out between three of them. And <laughs> somebody's not going to be healthy, so it just it. It just kind of fits the mold, but I, I mean, I think we saw in Philly last year that it just that was about as good a situation as he could play in, and he, you know, he, it just didn't work. He didn't quite fit the mold of what they needed. Doc was obviously frustrated with him by the end and kind of let him have it on the way out the door <laughs> recently. Like I, I, yeah, I don't, I'm, not, I would not go all in on Harden, uh, but I would with Dame in a heartbeat. Yeah, I think we're on the same page. Kurt, obviously what you can get back in a trade depends on leverage. It depends on a lot of factors. If Damian Lillard really, really tries to push Miami, and I know that Portland and, and Joe Cronin have said we're going to get the best offer, but if there is there there is some pressure on, on the Trailblazers to move Lillard to Miami, is Tyler Hero a couple future first-round picks, a couple pick swaps, is that a reasonable enough return? For the Trailblazers, for David no. Miller. No, there has to be a third team, and, and that's where it gets messy. First off, Caleb Martin's going to have to end up in this deal, right? Like, it, you, I know they're trying to keep Caleb Martin out of it. I don't know. Not that he's the end-all, be-all, but you're talking about another quality player. I don't see how you get around that. Um, the other part is just the third team thing. I mean, everything, at first off, everything I've heard, everybody I've talked to is like, other teams are kind of like, now nah, we're waiting. He's just pushing for it's, – it's all Miami right now, so unless you want to be the third team, there's not a point yet. And, I mean, Brooklyn – somebody puts me, Brooklyn is a great facilitator, right? They've got 8 trillion picks now after trading KD and, and Kyrie out. They've got some young players. Like, they could make this work, but they're going to come into it with their own agenda, which in their case is we would like to get off the Ben Simmons contract. Well, I, I'd rather have Tyler Hero than Ben Simmons. <laughs> like, I may not love the Tyler Hero contract if I'm in Portland, but I certainly would rather have that than two years of Ben Simmons at $77 million. Oh, my God. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, Simmons I mean, Simmons is yeah. done, isn't he? Are we all of agreement that he's, he's finished? I don't know. He's, he looks so good on his Instagram account, though. I don't Fair. you know. I think everything's going to be fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's just that's the problem. Every other team jumping into this mix has – you, the problem with making a three or four team trade is that three teams have to feel like they won the deal, and yeah, good luck with that. I just don't know how they get there. So, I, this is 
Have you heard the same thing that this, like, if it happens over the weekend, that's the earliest it's going to happen? Yeah, I was. I mean, people lie, right? But I, what I heard is on Harden and on Lillard, it's going to be a minute, and not to not to be sitting around waiting is what I was told, and not to sweat the weekend too much. Yeah, yeah, that, that yeah, that this is not going to be. My guess is traditionally it will the trade will occur whenever I am on the road and unable to get to Wi Fi oh, easily. So a hundred percent. I mean, if I fly back Friday night during the Wemby game which I shouldn't do, but I might do, that is when it will happen. Yeah. If I have to take my son somewhere next week for something that's important, it could certainly be that day. You're right. It will, yeah. it will, it will be when we're, when we're not available. Um, Kurt, free agency happened pretty quick. It was a few days ago. Let me just give you some of my perspectives, and you, 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 you know, disagree, agree, push back, whatever you're feeling. I, knowing the constraints of all these teams, understanding that very few teams had a lot of cap space and very few, no contenders really did. I like the Lakers' business that they did. I, I like Gabe Vincent. I like bringing back those three guys. They overpaid for Rui. They underpaid for Austin Reeves. We'll see how that comes out in the wash. Uh, I'm not a huge D-Lo guy, but it worked, and they need that guy as a point guard, and it's not a very long-term deal. Their window is short with LeBron. I, I like the business Rob Polinka got done. How did you evaluate the Lakers free agency uh, signings and decision-making? I had them as winners. I, I, I just did a winners and losers from the first bit of free agency column yesterday. And, and they were one of my winners because they, they didn't do the most Laker thing ever, which is just, you know, obviously what Denver exposed is that they're not quite there yet, you know, sweeping them out of the playoffs. And they, even though they got to the Western conference finals, there's another gear. And the very most Laker thing ever would be, you know, we got to go get another star to solve that problem. Hey, Kyrie's right here. Like, that would have been there, – there's eras of the Lakers where they would have done that. And the fact that he just – no, we're going to double down on what we did this summer. We're going to get good quality role players in a round that fit LeBron and Anthony Davis. I think that they had a winner offseason. I think they did really well. But are you with me on this, Bill? Even with all those moves, they did everything right. Third best at best, maybe fourth or fifth best team in the West, though. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I think they're fine in the Western Conference, presuming LeBron and Anthony Davis play enough games, right? Which I think has become a question mark in each case. But I, I think we saw that if, if that team gets to the postseason, especially if they're not dealing with the, the play-in and the, the crapshoot of that, there, there's, some, there's some upside there. But, <clears throat> by the way, I'm with you. Look, D'Angelo Russell was a good pickup at that price because you need somebody to get you through 82 games right. to take some of the right. shot creation load. It's just you're going to play him for 82, and then you're going to get to the postseason, and you're going to say, D'Angelo, here's the bench. Gabe, here's the ball. You get in. Gabe Vincent, we know what you can do in the playoffs. Like it's, they got 16 and 82-game players out there. I think they're well set up. They're just I, I, I don't think that their peak is as high as Denver's peak or Phoenix's peak or – Probably Golden State's peak. Maybe I don't know what to do with Memphis. Theoretically, Memphis. What do you make of um? What do you make of the Warriors now? I mean, I know that we knew about Chris Paul, Kurt Heel, and I know that you know it's not exactly surprising that Draymond Green came back or the the pool moved out. And we've hit some of this, but in the final conclusion, seeing what everyone else did, a lot of I mean, most teams stood pat. What's your level of optimism or, or pessimism about Golden State? 
I'm pretty high on them. I think that they're going to be good. I think they're a threat in the West, provided – this is where the 82 games comes in. They've got to figure out how to work the Chris Paul situation because the best part is, have you talked to Warriors fans? I did, in fact, I did it yesterday at the 4th of July event, and they're like – somebody was started asking me Warriors, and I'm like, I think they're going to be good, you know. Once they figure out, you know, the starting rotation with Chris Paul there, and they're like, no, Chris Paul's coming off the bench, right? I'm like, no. Chris Paul's never come off the bench one game in his career. He's not going to start now. It's going to be a small ball lineup to start with Looney. Eventually, maybe he buys into it or whatever happens. Maybe he gets the three minutes at the start and then he's with the second unit. He's got to play with that second unit eventually, but they've got to figure this whole thing out, and that's just going to take time. But by the time they get to the playoffs, though, I think they're in a good spot. Um. Uh, we'll get to something here in a second. Well, let me ask you this real quick. What is your sort of move socially? Because I get the same, I get the same thing where people want to talk hoops, which is fine. But then I got people that are constantly lecturing me on the NBA who don't know how to pronounce some of the players' names. What is your move in those? Are you polite? Do you smile? Are you like great point? Because I, I just got to the point where I'm like, that's yeah, no, that's that's true, bro. Giannis is really good. Th- thanks for. Sh- I'll take another drink. How how do you navigate that in your social life? Yeah, I. Look, I am happy to do it for a few minutes, but I've got a couple of people. I, I've got people in the social, you know, fringe of the social group that I dodge because I'm like, oh, God, I do not need 35 minutes of Lakers conversation, especially out here in SoCal. Whatever. I'm like, oh, dude, no. Um, yeah, I tend to smile and nod and try to find smile a way. I, I've got to set up a signal with my wife so she can come save me from these situations. That's how Diesel handles me sometimes. So we've got this new thing called producer bombs, where Tom like sends me a text. Can I? Can, he he gets mad at me when I when, can I read you his question? I think it's a good one. All right. Rocket spent big on Van Vliet and Dylan Brooks. What do you make, producer Tom Bomb, of uh of the Rockets offseason? Good. They, let me put it this way: they accomplished their goals. They wanted to start winning games. Their their picks are now protected from here on out, so just flat-out tanking didn't make as much sense. Fred Van Vliet, I love as a pickup. I think they overpaid for Dylan Brooks um, for a guy who can't shoot. But he helps them win. He's certainly an elite defender. They're good. They're in the playoff play-in mix. They're not going to lose games, but they don't feel like a team on a trajectory right now for beyond being good. Like just unless Jabari Smith breaks out this year or something, like I just I feel like they turned that corner and they're going to be good and they're headed for that good not great situation for a long time. All right, Kurt Hilling, let's close with, with 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 a doozy. What is the dress code when it's 115 degrees? Do I still have to wear jeans and a sports coat at this no, thing? No, no. Um, Shorts, t-shirt. I would say collar. Well, I don't know if I, I. I know people. There's plenty of media members in shorts and t-shirts. I tend to be poloish or casual button. You know, like casual button-down collared shirt, shorts or jeans, depending on the day and my mood. But that's it. Like, and you don't have to go beyond that. Like, this is this. It's too hot to dress up. The problem is, even if you stay for that one Bianca game, goes from six to eight. You do some right. interviews. You leave at nine. You, it's dark out in Vegas. It's still a hundred and twenty degrees. It's just it's so hot. I know. It's just miserable. So yeah, I was gonna stay, uh, and my bosses are basically like, "Don't stay. Just watch it. Who cares?" I'm like, "Okay." 
I mean, I think they want to save money. Well, whatever. I don't care the reason. It's great. But it's also hot. I'm not really. I'm not pushing to be in Vegas. It's going to be 180 degrees no, there. No, no. I, my time there tries to – I try to get it shorter and shorter every year. Like, especially now that these teams are only playing – I mean, even Palo Carroll played two games last year. What, are we going to see Scoot two? Right. Brendan Miller two or three? Like, Maybe. If you're – yeah, but by, by, the, by the middle of the second week, you know, that, or the middle of that first week, there's just – no point. I mean, I'm out there mostly to see people, not to watch these guys. I mean, I want to see them play, exactly. but that's not so, yeah, why exactly. I'm flying there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, Kurt Heelan, I'll see you there, buddy. We'll get a drink. I'm excited. Thanks for being on. I'll see you. See you tomorrow. No, see you Friday. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm coming in Friday morning. I'll see you. I'll definitely see you over the weekend. Yeah, that'll be good. All right, buddy. Thank you, pal. Thank you, man. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 